0: Great Australia. She carried the flag at the opening ceremony of these Olympic Games. The spiritual leader of this team for so long. Did she anchor the relay team for gold? Fighting back hard as Weitzel. Not much between them. They hit it. Yes, Goal for Australia. What a swim! Mesdames and messieurs, welcome to the Sitting On Your Rings podcast. I am, of course, your host, Brendan, joined by my ever-faithful co-host, Trent. Say hello, Trent.
1: Hello, Trent.
0: (laughs) There he is. Oh, mate, how are you?
1: Uh, I'm not too bad. We've been riding the highs and the lows of the
0: week. (laughs) We have. um, Yeah. We, look, I, I do apologise to the listeners. <laughs> this, this episode is coming probably a day or two later than I would have liked. A um, little bit of backstory. Trent and I have obviously been getting together quite a lot during the games. Um, that was until Sunday because the, the dreaded Delta variant <laughs> has rared its uh, head yeah. in Brisbane. So we are currently in a very strict lockdown. Um, so Trent and I have not been together. Uh, which has made the the scheduling a little bit trickier to get together and record. But we, we were trying yeah. to do it yesterday and then it didn't happen. It's like, no, we're making it happen today. So, yeah. yeah, I do apologize that it's been a couple of days late. That was not our intention. Obviously, we were meant to be together sort of Tuesday, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday this week again as we were last yeah, week. Yeah, and, but- we
1: and hoping to make a trip. In another trip into the live site as well, but that's yeah. not going to happen because I believe the live site's all packed up
0: now. It's all been taken down, yeah. So, yeah, sad, but you know, look, I'm glad that we got to enjoy it when we did with the at the Brisbane, yeah, and it was a... and then also that's last right.
1: week, yeah,
0: last Thursday. But we'll have a bit of a another like we did last week, we'll have a bit of a catch up as to what's happened um, since we last recorded. Now, obviously, in the opening music, there I played um, some audio from that fantastic fantastic women's 4x100 medley relay on sunday um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> which which i think is where we should start which was you know on sunday with the the last day of swimming and uh boy what what a, well, I mean what a day sunday was for australia anyway um yes. just in general it was a terrific day but people who listen to this show and people who know me well Um, know how I feel about the men's 4x100 freestyle relay from Sydney. It's my (laughs) favourite Olympic moment. It's my favourite sporting moment. It has been now for 21 years. Um, That relay swim, that that final female event on Sunday, I have to be honest, I, I don't know if it's eclipsed it, but it's it's shoulder to at shoulder least, at least
1: equaled it it's, it's shoulder to shoulder olympic with record yeah.
0: oh mate it, what a race and <laughs> it just it was it came down to the touch just like it did with thorpe and gary hall jr um that's right i will say that it did come out after the race at the particularly on twitter i i saw a lot of it on twitter i, I you know no, none from my american friends thankfully but there were some very salty Americans out there claiming that we'd, we'd broken and Kate jumped early and everything. And it's like,
1: like I said
0: uh, to to someone on Twitter, I'm like, you do understand with the technology and stuff, like you, you can't fart on those blocks for fear of being, you know, (laughs) of it reading. That's right. As a miss. And, you know, I,
1: I think, In the end, like, they, you know, checked her reaction time. She was, like, 0.004 or something like that. So she was still technically on the block. You know, she'd left. She still had her foot on the block when the touch happened. So it was all completely legal. There's nothing the Americans would say or done because it was within the rules of FINA. It was completely legal. And
0: didn't someone get (laughs) disqualified from that race anyway for breaking, like...
1: Yes, I think there was a disqualification yeah. at the end there.
0: I said to the the Americans should have been more concerned about how close they came to being DQ'd from the men's race when Apple was oh, yes. getting out of the water before swimmers had finished uh, their race. So anyway,
1: yeah. and Australia's been on the receiving end of that at World Championships oh, previously. Yes we so. have,
0: but uh, look, <laughs> t- terrific race, terrific way to end. Um, which brings me to Emma McKeon. Uh, she won the, the women's 50 freestyle. So uh, if I'm mis- not mistaken, she's the only Australian to get the 150 double.
1: I believe that's correct. Yeah.
0: But she, Emma McKeon is, is a bit of a conundrum to me because she is now Australia's greatest Olympian. Um, but because of her personality type, she's coming completely under the radar. Like I've watched every single one of her Olympic races and it never dawned on me (laughs) what I was, what I was witnessing, you know, with Thorpey and stuff like I knew I was witnessing greatness. Like you just, you just Mm. did. But with Emma, it's been a completely different story. So I'll run you through um, a few of the stats here with Emma. Um, So with the seven medals she won at Tokyo and four at Rio, um, she's won the most Olympic medals, 11 out of any Australian Olympian, bettering the previous record of nine held by Ian Thorpe and Liesl Jones. She holds the record for the most medals, which is seven, won at a single games by an Aussie. The previous record was five um, and shared by Ian Thorpe, Shane Gould and Alicia Coots. With four gold, she broke the re- uh, record for the most gold won at a single games by an Aussie. Now, this is where it gets really interesting. This is one that completely blew me away. She's also the joint record holder for the most Olympic medals won at a single games by a female from any country. And she shares that title with Russia's Maria Garou Russian surname that I can't pronounce (laughs) who won, (laughs) who won seven gymnastics medals in
1: 1952.
0: Oh, wow. So, you know, I mean, look, there's no doubt that Katie Ledecky has been the queen of the pool for the last decade, (laughs) Um, there's no disputing that. Mm. But what Emma McKeon has achieved at these games is absolutely unbelievable. And and hats off and, and, and take a bow, Emma McKeon, because you are a champion and, and you deserve all the accolades that are that are going to come your way.
1: That's right. She's like the quiet achiever, isn't she? She really is. Like I like said, you, I, she... when they
0: started rattling off these records, I'm like, are you serious? Has she won seven medals at this Olympics? And I'm like holy shit yeah she's won seven medals <laughs> like you know and I, I look i understand for our american listeners and stuff like you know you got you get you know you your katie ledecky's and 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 all that like they win not not at this games obviously but um uh what's his face the the american who won six gold medals at this games um caleb caleb dressel and everything caleb like, dressel yeah it's not uncommon for you guys i i get that um but for our population size and, and, man, we punch above our weight, particularly when it comes to the pool. And that's a massive record for, for women's sport. And, and congratulations, Emma McKeon.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I was really happy to see um, Kate Campbell get an individual medal as well. Yeah, she got the bronze, style. yeah. I think she was happy getting the bronze, I think maybe she knew gold was probably going to be out of reach this Olympics, but mm-hmm. for her to finish with an individual medal, I know that's what she wanted. Yeah. Uh, you know, or that's what she would have wanted after what happened in Rio.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So that, that, that was spectacular. Um, we all on Sunday, we also won a gold in uh, BMX freestyle, the first Olympic gold yeah. medal uh, to be given in BMX freestyle. Um, yeah. Was know, so- Logan
1: Martin had an absolute ripper of a final and because I follow him on Instagram, I yep. uh, can see all the training that he'd been doing and he, you know, and looking in his, he moved, you know, down to the Gold Coast, rented a place there and built an exact replica of the, um, of the freestyle BMX. Cost park
0: dollars
1: to do. Yeah. You know, and his name, you know, he asked his neighbors, you know, can I do it? Let them know what I'm doing. They no one had a problem with it, and it looks like it all paid off. Yeah,
0: certainly. Boring. So we got we got the gold in the 53, gold in the women's medley, gold in the BMX. What we Were just saying? And was Sunday the day we got the gold in the sailing?
1: Yeah, Matt Werns. Yes, uh, gold in the in the laser.
0: That's right, and that was. I think we talked about that when we last recorded on Thursday, like that was an unassailable lead. So all he had to do was show up and finish the race. Um, yep. And, and that, that became official on Sunday. So four gold.
1: And of, co- of course, like an Australian, he went on to win the race. Yeah,
0: he did. <laughs> so there, yep. there was four gold and was it three bronze? I'm trying to remember now. Four gold. There was a couple of bronzes in there on, fr- on I Sunday I think there was a well. couple of
1: bronze in there as well, yeah.
0: And it became, we've we've broken it twice now. Um, it's... it. There was one day last week, I think it was Tuesday, um, where it was the most successful medal day um, for Australia at an Olympics. Um, we we beat that on Sunday. Sunday is now the most successful day um, that Australia's ever had at an Olympic Games. Um, and, I mean, the hits have just sort of kept coming since then. Obviously, the, the golds have dried up a little bit now that the swimming's over. But... Um, a track and field team like this is where this is your yeah. your wheelhouse with the knowledge of track and field, but uh I mean look, we haven't won any medals yet, but man we're 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 a country that's not known for track and field like we we you know we put people in the heats and you might be lucky that you might make a semi or two, but we've done so well like we've we've had sprinters in we've had runners in finals we've got finals coming up with Australians in it. We had Peter Bowl make the 800 men's final, which is the first time since 1968 that an Australian's run in the 800. We've got two women coming up in the 1500 final. There's 12 finalists, 11 countries represented. The only country with two finalists is Australia. Uh, we're doing really well in the decathlon. We finished fifth in men's high jump. Like it's, it's been crazy good. So, so talk us through some of your highlights there, Trent, and what you've what you've been thinking of the track and field team?
1: Yeah. Um, well, I've been really impressed with this track and field team um, at the Olympics this year. Brendan, uh, you know, Matthew Denny, and one of the first nights, got a fourth place in the men's discus. He was five centimetres off getting on the podium. I was so heartbreaking for him. And, you know, you could see he was happy, but he was disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and yeah, Peter Boll got the fourth place in the... Men's 800 last night, also two this morning. Um, both our high jump girls are into the final of the women's high jump.
0: Nice, I so, didn't know that. Yeah, That's
1: great. Yeah, Nic- Nicola McDermott was one of the only athletes that didn't have a miss at all. Yeah. Um, yeah and cu- currently, you know, we've got young Ashley Maloney's second in the men's decathlon.
0: We've got three um, in the javelin final. In the, and, in yeah, the three javelin. women in
1: the, in the javelin final. Yeah. So I've been really impressed. And, yes, there's no medals there. You know, in Rio, our medals only we really got any medals from our walkers. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, in the 20 and 50K walk, I don't think that's going to happen for our walkers this Olympics. But it's to see the turnaround from Rio where, the athletes were, you know, happy just to make up the numbers. Like, you know, oh yeah, it was an achievement just to to get on the starting line. Whereas here, we're getting athletes into finals, and then the ones who get into the semifinals, you can see their utter disappointment at not making the final. You know, whereas previously it would have been, oh yeah, I was just happy to you know to get there to be mm-hmm. at the Olympics. Now you can just see a bit of change in determination that you know. Liz Clay, who was in the hundred, uh, who's in the hundred meter hurdles semifinals, she just missed out on the place in the final, and she was bitterly disappointed by that. She had to deal with two whereas, false
0: starts too.
1: Yeah, I think there was three false starts in that one. Yeah, and you know she was just you know you could see how upset. Whereas previously maybe uh, athletes were going, oh you know I gave it my best shot. Where now is they're going no. I'm ready for Paris. I'm going to build on this. I'm going to get stronger. I'm going to be better. You're going to see me back there. So, yeah. you know, track and field's not over yet, but I've been really impressed with what with what I've seen so far.
0: Yeah, I, and I think Peter Boll is probably going to be the standout, um, like the takeaway from these games. I think he's, yes, it was disappointing he didn't get a medal last night. Um, he ran fourth in an 800-metre Olympic final, which is still nothing to be sneezed at. Um, he no. led most of the race. It was just that last, like, 30, 50 metres maybe, um, where he started to fade a little bit. But he's, he, th- he left everything on the track. He, he put yeah, it all and that's, out there. You,
1: and you can't ask anymore. You've seen with, you know, the majority of these athletes, they've left everything out there. They've given yeah. it their absolute all, and you can't ask for that. And even watching commentary, you know, this morning, I... Um, on the athletics, um, Bruce and McAvaney and Tams and David Colbert were even saying, you know, that they were impressed with, they said, yes, we haven't got any medals yet, said, but the improvement in getting athletes through to finals and, they, you know, through to through to the semis, through to the finals and the, you know, the almost just misses, they said it's it's quite outstanding for this track and field team. You know, if we can walk away with one or two medals, I would think that that would be a huge achievement for our yeah. track and field team because we're not a strong track and field nation. Yes, you know, you have outstanding athletes that come through and dominate like Steve Hooker and Sally Pearson, Kathy Freeman, but it we're not a well-known track and, and field between. country. Yeah. They're few and far between, yeah, but I've really been impressed with what I've seen so far.
0: Yeah, and like I think with with Peter Bowl in some ways, this could be setting up the perfect script for Paris because – a week ago, no one knew who this guy was, you know, well, outside, right. outside of track and field, uh, enthusiasts like yourself and everything. But no one had any idea. I didn't even know he was in Rio till I saw the package the other day, um, yeah. showing him run in the, in the 800 semi, I think it was. But, um, you know, he, he is now, he's arguably, arguably, sorry, if I could talk, has become a household name in, in Australia in the last week. Um, yeah. Everyone was behind him last night his speech that he gave after you know to to the reporter after finishing fourth has endeared him to the country uh you know he he's a a Sudanese refugee um came here when he was four or five years old Uh, actually was in Toowoomba I was reading the other day which is where I'm from um which Mm. which I know in the late 90s uh Toowoomba I don't know if it was it was something about Toowoomba, but we took in a large um, population of Sudanese refugees um, in Toowoomba. And then he then he moved over to WA, where he's been based for most of his life now. Um, a- amazing story. Um, you know, if, if he does go go on to win a medal in Paris, the, you know, the Stan original or whatever, <laughs> or like the Channel 7 movie, you know, Australian drama movie, the script kind of writes itself. <laughs> but, you know, imagine imagine now because people are going to follow him now for the next three years you've got the com games next year um, then it's only two years to Paris and everything like if he rocks up in Paris he might not win gold but say he wins a medal in Paris like he'll be he'll be he'll be a superstar here in this country he really really will which is awesome to see but th- to me the testament for this this track and field team and, and I don't mean any disrespect to past teams but obviously I love watching the Olympics. It's, it's, it's why we do this podcast. It's, you know, a big part of our friendship and everything as well, but uh, you know, you still are next level compared to me in terms of your viewing. Um, (laughs) And and I will say like in past games, it's usually sort of early to mid the second week of competition where I I don't drop off a little bit. I mean, I still watch it a lot, but you know, I'll kind of go, Oh, I might put a movie on instead. Like it's, it's track and fields on like we've got no metal chances and Mm. I don't, I don't miss anything. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm. Yes. Whereas the last couple of days, like I'm not going to lie. Like there's some shit that I want to watch that's been piling up and, and podcasts that I want to listen to and everything. But all day, every day I've just been like, no, I, 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 this person's coming up in this semi final or this person's yeah. running, you know, or this person's throwing or jumping for this. Like, it's been phenomenal. Yeah. Like, I have been glued to the television these games. I think more than I have. I think even more than Sydney, honestly.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. You know, the, the the fact that we're in lockdown doesn't change that because I'm on holidays anyway. <laughs> like, I took well, the time off right to watch insane. the game. <laughs> so, um, you know, for it's for really us, it impressive. Doesn't
1: even, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you know, with I'm looking forward to the you know the fit women's 1500 meter final coming up soon with the two Australian girls. You know, yes, it'll be hard to get a medal, but I just want to see how well they do because you know, I said one of them broke the Australian record, and that's the good thing about the track and field team is they've been breaking Australian records that's and the setting other thing. personal bests. That's what like, I was you know, going to say too. Don't like... let's not let's not let's not forget Rowan Browning in that. Men's hundred meter semifinals, like you know, he ran ten oh one in his in his heat, which is a personal best and the fastest an Australian man has ever run at an Olympic Games. Yeah,
0: that's the other thing. That was and that includes say. you
1: know Matt Shervington in in the Sydney in the Sydney Games who well, just he missed the final by one one hundredth of a second.
0: He had a bit of an anchor weighing him down though, Shervo. Let's be honest.
1: They, did, they, yeah. they called
0: in the lunchbox for a reason. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, that's what I was, I was going to say too. Like, even the guys who aren't making the finals, um, they're doing PBs, which, you, you, I mean, you can't ask for anything more. It's not like they're turning up to the games and having, like, a terrible day and, you know, fouling out or whatever. They're literally doing the best they have ever done. Um, yeah, and, was it the and that's a
1: good. You know, they're just not there to make up the numbers where no. previously – it, sometimes it's felt like that a little bit. And was it um, the men's
0: 400-meter hurdles ye, not yesterday, the day before? Day
1: before, where a world record.
0: It was a world record time. Um, every runner and in the race, except the the guy who came last, did a national record for their country. And even the guy who finished fifth in that race, based on time, would have won gold at every other olympic games in history that's phenomenal
1: that is that's as you know i've i agree and even bruce mcavaney said he said that's probably one of the best races of all time at the olympic games
0: oh when you have the
1: top that when the top three or the medalists break the world record
0: (laughs) yeah insane and i mean it's like the um what race were we talking about the other day? Oh, it's the the women's four by two hundred. We talked about it in the last episode. Like we came in bronze, but we still broke the world record. <laughs> you know, <Yep. laughs> two people came in front of us, but they broke the, They just swam that little bit faster, but we still broke the world record, which is nothing to be sneezed at. So, yeah. Oh yeah. When's that fifteen hundred final? on? is it tomorrow?
1: Um. Yeah, I think it's tomorrow. Because yeah, because there was and two you know, days you know,
0: between the heats and the semis, so I'm assuming it's the same for the final.
1: Yeah, and you know, um, you know, our our track and field team even gets us through right to the final day. That's when the women's high jump final is, and mm-hmm. you know, as I said our two Australian girls are a good chance to be right up there at the end. I think. Yeah. One of the one of the favourites didn't get through from the qualifying rounds this morning, um, and just actually, I just want to point out on that particular note, Brendan, that mm-hmm. they've just run the heats of the men's four by one oh, nice. uh, relay. Oh no. Relay and america did not qualify wow they was they were sixth in their heat and that's the first time i think in quite a few decades that they haven't made the final without having Holy a disqualification crap.
0: well so i also not noticed there. too it was the first men's 100 meter final that there wasn't a jamaican
1: yeah that's right from the final yeah.
0: for a long time too like yeah it's it's the track and field has been more engaging and interesting to me. I mean, I know you're always into it, but to me, than it has been previously, which which is saying a lot. Um, I wanted yeah. To, you know, what was it going to say?
1: I was, yeah. I was going to agree with you on that. You know, and even with the empty stadiums, and then there was the talk. Oh, you know, are the the big champions going to turn up? What kind of meet is it going to be like? There's no crowds there to lift any of the athletes up or anything. The world records that have been set there, you know, uh, even in the women's 400 meter hurdles, there was a world record mm, as well. Yeah. Um, I think the track and field meets have been quite outstanding.
0: It's been it's been terrific. Um, yeah. I wanted to touch on hockey quickly. Um, yes. Obviously, let's move on to hockey. major disappointment for the hockey ruse. Our our female team um, dropping out in the quarterfinal to India. They had won was it five games. Um,
1: yeah, they were they were the only team to be undefeated in the pool rounds.
0: Yes, and they were the only team that... They, I don't know if they're the only team, but they, they'd led all their games all the way through too. Yep. Um, And they lost um in the quarterfinal. 1-0
1: One, to India, who are in yeah. the bronze medal match. And just a quick update on they're playing Germany, and they're actually ahead of Germany now in the bronze medal match.
0: Oh, it's that happening now, is so, it?
1: Yeah, that's live now. So you know, if you know the women's you know hockey team there for India gets that bronze medal, that'll be quite unexpected, but a great achievement for Indian hockey.
0: Yeah, for sure. Who They've,
1: have been such a dominant nation in that
0: sport? They have. I mean, obviously, disappointing to see our girls drop out, but that's you know yeah. that that sport. It's, it's it can be a, it's unfortunate with the. Like you were saying with the way they have the quarterfinals and that set up now, like you can go quarter, through qu- qu- undefeated and just you can just have one bad And
1: quarterfinals, to me, quarterfinals are the most cruelest part of the Olympic Games. Yeah. And that's where the most heartbreak lies because, you know, if you lose a semi, you have a chance to come third. Yeah. You know, fourth place sucks too.
0: Well, but... we'll get to that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, but but yeah, that the quarterfinals
1: was... is where it kills, yeah. you know, And unfortunately, our women's water polo team lost in the quarterfinals. And yeah, our women's basketball.
0: Really
1: it was, yeah, 9-8, eight, eight, I think, to Russia, mm. unfortunately, who Australia have beaten Russia most most times they've played them. Just, like, didn't go their way. And, you know, and the, the women's basketball team were knocked out in the quarterfinals as well. You know, they were lucky to get there. They were there. very lucky to get there. <laughs> But, you know, yeah, but heartbreak is always comes with a quarterfinal. And
0: that's and that sport too. It, it, sometimes that's it, it can be elation and other times it can be a real bitch, for lack of a better term. But um, yeah. look, on the other side of the coin, though, for hockey, our Gukubara the men's team. Um, they're through to the gold medal match, which is being played at 8 o'clock tonight. So, yeah. you know, it'll be – they're guaranteed a silver. Um, the last time they medalled, am I right, was Athens. Have they medalled since Athens? Or is it that that's the only time they've won gold?
1: That's the only time they've won gold. Um, I think they did get bronze in London. Oh, yeah. And then they were knocked out in the quarterfinals in
0: um Yeah, I know neither of them did well in Rio. But, um, no. yeah, so, I mean, that's that's exciting. I can't wait to watch that tonight at 8 o'clock. everyone's going to go. Yeah, and in.
1: Belgium, I think they're against Belgium. They're going to be a tough team. They were medalists in Rio. Yeah. Um, but, the you know, the Kookaburras have played great. They're the world number ones, and they have been the most dominant team yeah. throughout the throughout the um, hockey pools and everything. So um, you know,
0: our female soccer team, the Matildas, they're playing off for bronze tonight as well um, against America, against, against USA. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna yeah.
1: be it's gonna be tough. It will. I didn't. I didn't. I probably would have preferred them to actually have played Canada in yeah. that match. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean,
0: what an upset that was! Canada beating America. Yeah. Exactly I mean look, I'm that happy for it. Canada because uh, that's usually my my second team in these big world sporting events is if it's not Australia I'll cheer for Canada. Um A because yeah. I love the country, B because Jess was born there. Um but yeah, it's that that was a big upset. But uh uh
1: It's gonna be really tough for them. It will. Look, you just you just don't know how anything goes. You know, maybe it'll be a draw at the end and then they'll have to have to do a penalty shootout. That's how they got to the semi-finals against Great Britain, yep. winning a penalty shootout. But they've also lost a penalty shootout in Rio against Brazil.
0: Yeah, um, our beach volleyball girls um, have done it extremely I know today well. Wasn't like, that exciting about today. what forty-five minutes ago, yeah. thereabouts, um, they beat uh, who? Oh, Jesus, I'm Bla- Latvia. Latvia. For some reason, my mind mm. said um, Slovenia. I'm like, no, it was it was Latvia. Um, after knocking off the world champions Canada the other night in the, quarter and the final. World who were, they
1: were, yeah, they were the world, the world number ones as well, and also they were the team that beat them they in the are. Commonwealth Games final as yes, well. They so they got a little bit of revenge. It's good to be on the on the right side of a revenge match.
0: Correct. I, I mean, I'm not going to lie; I was extremely nervous. Um, Monday night uh, in in this household was a very no. Tuesday night. Sorry, was it was a very tense night in the low household <laughs> <laughs> because um, not only did you have the beach volleyball girls who who we have, um, you know, we feel like we've got some skin in the game there. No pun intended. Um, following them because we we've we watched them and followed them at the Commonwealth Games. We saw mm. them play and. And you know we've kind of been following them since Rio, and and, and
1: they are a good team. They're the our, you know our best beach volleyball team they we've are. had in a long time. And Maria Fay
0: Maria Faye is going to be my second wife. Let's not forget that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: she she has played extremely well this tournament. Yeah, she's like you know, and she's so pumped and excited. And you know, in that final, they're playing America, and this is. But it's America's secondary team. Their mm. highest ranked team and biggest hope were knocked out earlier. So, you know, I would not give them without a chance in that medal match too.
0: No, exactly. So they played um, on Monday night. They, they went past midnight um, local time here. So that was a late one.
1: That was a late night for you, definitely. But, they, <laughs> but I'm they, glad you hung in there.
0: Yeah, they played. Actually, there was a little bit of overlap, but they finished playing... Um, after um, Australia versus Argentina in the men's basketball quarterfinals. Uh, I had been sweating bullets all day (laughs) for that match. I had to wait till 10 p.m. local time to watch it.
1: The dreaded quarterfinals.
0: Yes. um, Played Argentina, who, uh, you know, a previous Olympic gold medalist. Um, They medaled in Rio, I'm remembering correctly. Um, they medaled in the world cup, silver medalists in the world cup in 2009. Uh, we played Argentina in the warmup, uh, tournament about three weeks ago in Vegas. We beat them, but we only beat them by three points. And that was due to a Patty Mills buzzer beater, um, <laughs> in the last second of the game. So it was very, very close. Um, it was mm. by no means a certainty that we were going to win this game. And it was very, very close for three quarters, um, particularly the first two quarters. We got 12 points ahead at the, the end of the third. Um, but the fourth quarter, we just absolutely annihilated. And the, the final score was um, 97 Australia, 59 Argentina. Um, mm-hmm. Massive win. The biggest win we've ever had at the Olympics in 25 years, um, they were saying. So very, very big win for the Boomers, which, which moved them on to the next round, the semi final which is about to start in 75 minutes. <laughs> Who's counting? <laughs> um, <laughs> against America. So it's by no means going to be an easy game. Um, it, it is a game I think they can win. Um, we beat them We've beaten America the last two times we've played them. It hasn't been in a tournament. Um, there've been exhibition matches, but still, Uh, You know, when we beat America three weeks ago, they they were missing some of their heavier hitters. Um, I don't even know if Kevin Durant played in that game. I can't remember now. Uh, But look, it's not going to be an easy task. We win this, we're guaranteed a silver medal. We go through to the gold medal match. Uh, We lose this, We're we're not out of the mix, but we will play off for a bronze, which means we could face that dreaded fourth place again. Which, yeah, is, which, which is, which something... is I really don't want. No, I, I Are you or me, <laughs> I can't bring myself to even comprehend that at the moment. I just, I can't, I do not want these guys to finish fourth. I really don't. Like, no, it, oh, they've just put in the work and they're, they, you know, they're a fantastic team. And uh, I mean, it, look, to beat America in an Olympic match is going to be massive there's no understating how big a deal that's going to be here in Australia if that happens. And, and probably in the States too. Like they probably won't report it the same way we do. Um, but it, it will be headline news. Massive, yeah. massive, massive, massive. But
1: And I think if ever there was going to be a time at the Olympics, this could be the it. team to this do is it. it.
0: This is it. This is our time. And I, I cannot, I'm struggling to put into words to how freaking <laughs> nervous I am. About this it game. was
1: it was it was like me watching um, mixed doubles tennis matches <laughs> yeah. for Ash. But look, you know, hey, I got you know the medal that I really wanted for someone to win came true. Mind you, it was a walkover from
0: oh, no, sad, old, sad old crack, that was that was Djokovic Jok- who threw in the towel. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, we haven't yeah talked about that. He lose lost his bronze medal match in the men's singles, (laughs) and then I think within about fifteen minutes, the news came through, and he just handed the walk over because then he was due to play um, uh, Australia in the mixed doubles. Ash Barty and John Peers in the bronze medal match, um, who they came so close against Russia. in the, in the semi-final. Um, and he just decided that he didn't want to play it. So he handed them a walk over.
0: Well, let's be honest. Like Joker thought he, he was going for the golden slam. Um, given that, that, you know, some of the other big men's players didn't go to Tokyo. It was evident. He thought he was just going to walk up and win it. He he, yes. he did. He did. He, he expected to win. Um, Bad news, mate. You lost your bronze medal match, (laughs) so you weren't even in the gold medal match, and then you lost bronze. You came fourth. Eat a massive bag of you know what's, and then just to cement the fact that he was not happy about it, he just he walked away, pulled out of the the mixed doubles. It's like, well, what about? I I feel sorry for his partner. I really do. Yeah,
1: I know. Nina Stoyanovich, who was his partner, had said in interviews that you know, Novak was one of her tennis heroes and, you know, how she couldn't believe that he wanted to play mixed doubles. And, you know, as I said to you, you know, during the week, he hasn't played uh, a doubles match competitively for over a decade. Mm. And then all of a sudden there he is in the mixed doubles draw. And I thought, oh, you greedy bastard, wanting to go for another medal. And then, you know, so his partner – you know, it was Nina Stranowicz, a young 21-year-old. So, you know, she was having the time of her life. And then there would have been complete disappointment for her.
0: Well, I mean, um, it worked out well for Australia because we got the bronze by yeah. default. But he screwed her out of a pretty much... Well, I don't want to say guaranteed bronze medal, but you'd think there were a fair chance. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. They would have been a fair chance, which would have had, you know, me pacing around the lounge room like I had been.
0: <laughs> yeah. And absolutely cracking it if they'd lost. But, but you know, like yeah. this young girl was, was, a, you know, she was a walk up start for a bronze medal. And yep. because he cracked the sads, he's completely screwed her out of it. And I just, yeah,
1: And there has been a lot of comment in the world tennis media about that, mm. you know, and, Djokovic hasn't given any statements about it other than to say he felt that he was slightly injured, so he oh, wasn't going on. to risk it. He wasn't going to risk going into the American hardcourt season with the US Open coming up, so okay. he had, you know, one less match. But I think he probably didn't want to leave Tokyo with two fourth-place finishes.
0: No. But, because... I mean, which he has
1: done anyway, but... Because a walkover, that's a, a fourth place finish. I think mainly he just probably, as you said, cracked the sads.
0: Surprised he didn't blame mental health.
1: But, but, uh. Well, and <laughs> but, actually, know,
0: that... I must, I must preface that is not in, in reference to Simone Biles at all. <laughs> 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 that is in reference to Liz Cambash, but that's, that's a different yeah. story. <laughs> because she is full of shit and I don't believe that Simone Biles is. No. But, uh, yeah, so it, it's, yeah, this afternoon. Um, is your, yeah, this is your big one. I'm shaking like a dog shitting razor blades. I'm not going to lie. I'm so nervous about this game. Um, my mate, Junior, who who I, I don't know if I've mentioned on this show, he's the team manager for the Boomers. He used to be the team manager for the Brisbane Bullets, who I volunteer for. Um, he and I are Facebook friends. So I'm seeing a lot of cool insight um, on his, like, Instagram and Facebook stories of, of stuff that he's posting from inside the village and everything. Um, mm. And I saw literally just before we started recording, you put a, a little video up in your story that says we're ready. Um, and it shows the, the locker room with all their jerseys hanging up and like the Australian flags there, the Torres Strait flags there, the Aboriginal flags there. And I was just like, I got this feeling in my gut. I'm like, oh, I just, I can't wait to watch it, but I also want it to be over, but I don't want to lose. <laughs> and oh my God, I'm just, I'm a, such a bundle of emotions. That's what I said to you before. It's like, If we're going to record today, it needs to be either now (laughs) or after the basketball, but I don't know what kind of mood I'll be in depending on how (laughs) how the result goes.
1: And that's why I said, no, let's do it now. (laughs) Yeah,
0: for sure. So obviously um, we've got the beach volleyball gold medal match coming up tomorrow uh, against America, which would be interesting. Men's hockey gold medal uh, match tonight. Um, Are we a chance for any other golds? Like serious golds, do you think? Because at the moment we're, we're on... Fifteen gold, aren't we?
1: Yeah. Um, I seventeen's our beyond, best ever, which was in Athens. Beyond that, I don't know what we have coming. What we could say is like, oh, we've got a lock in there. Look, uh, um, I was just noticing today we've got two Australians through to the final of the men's um park skateboard. Yeah. Um, one of them's qualified in second place. You know. Not that it'd be a goal, but you know it could be a medal chance there. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley Maloney's doing really well in the decathlon, currently sitting in second place with um, three events to go. You know, there's when... a good, there's a good, there's a good buffer of about 450 points between him and the and the guy in fourth place. So, when does
0: our young boxer box? Um... Uh, oh is yes, of course. There's
1: there's a there's a guaranteed medal that's we a guaranteed forgot about that's silver. tomorrow. But yeah, yeah I'm trying, a, I'm trying a to a guaranteed think of, bronze for Harry Garst.
0: oh guaranteed bronze is it?
1: Yeah, it's a guaranteed bronze. So he's into the semi-finals. So if he oh, loses okay. his,
0: yes,
1: yeah, so he loses his semi-final. Um, he'll get a guaranteed bronze, and if he wins, then he goes on to play for the goal, which was on yep. the final day of the games.
0: Because yeah, I'm just I'm just um, trying to work out. How we could either equal or better Athens with our seventeen gold, <laughs> but look, uh, it's a possibility. The
1: men, look, it's a possibility. The men's if the men can win the hockey tonight, which you know, Belgium is a tough team. It's gonna be close. Mm-hmm. Um, and then look, we've got uh, our Aussie guys into the final of the men's um, K two one thousand. Yes. They set an Olympic record yesterday. Um, they qualified fastest today um you know maybe the high jump girls can do something outstanding you know we've still got cycling happening i don't know that there's any gold medals there but you never know in cycling and you know full credit to our men's pursuit team oh. who who snatched the, that bronze last night you know they had such unfortunate oh, been luck controversy
0: in, in the, at the cycling so far these days. Oh, the
1: cycling's been so exciting and interesting this this particular um Olympics too Brendan and you know Great Britain have not dominated the track the way that they thought they were Mm -hmm. you know they haven't won a gold medal there yet they've got a couple of silvers Um, but you know their men's um, pursuit team who'd won the last three gold you know gold medals uh, got caught by Denmark in the in the semi-finals so they were moved down in a ride-off for seventh and eighth you know that was good for Australia because we've got into the bronze medal Um, And then unfortunately, New Zealand had a crash and um, got all all, all a bit out of sorts. And then the Australians caught them. And then when that happens, the race is over. So, Mm. you know, it's about luck going people's ways.
0: Yeah.
1: And, you know, there's there's still a lot to go in the canoe kayak as well in Australia. Usually every Olympic Games can pick up a medal in that discipline as well.
0: Yeah. So currently we're fourth still in the medal tally. Is that correct? Uh, no. Great,
1: great Britain had, did overtake us last night because they had a great day yesterday in sailing. You know, we oh, picked okay. up a gold yep. medal in sailing in the men's 470. They won, I think, three gold medals yesterday in sailing. They've had a, a great tournament there. So we're fifth on the medal tally now. So 15 gold, four silver, and 17 bronze. Right. The 36 medals, you know, you can add another two on that. Um, and then Russia's sitting just behind us uh, with 14 gold. So I'm sure, I think Australia have a really good chance of finishing in the top 10 these games. Oh,
0: e- easily top 10. I mean, a top five, I think, is is even more realistic, which is, which is great given how... The media and all the armchair athletes kind of shat on the Australian Olympic team from Rio um, because they didn't finish like top five, but we still finished top ten. They
1: they just emm in Rio we just hung in to sitting in tenth place, and if New Zealand had had picked up one more gold medal, they would have bump themselves up into the top 10 and push down to 11. But I think the best thing that the Australian Olympic committee did these games was to not set any medal, any medal target for any sport.
0: Yep. And also so there
1: was, abs- there was absolutely no pressure on any athletes to perform in any way. Um, and they've been quite vocalized that so we don't even secretly have a behind the closed doors total of what we want. We just want the athletes yeah. to do their best and then the rest will fall into place.
0: And also, um, changing the way that they did a lot of our qualifying, particularly for our swimming and everything, like it's all it's all worked well, and it's so funny because what I what has happened is exactly what I thought would happen. Where in the lead up to the games, you had all oh it shouldn't be on, it should be cancelled, and you know blah 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 blah. The second the sport started, everyone's been into it. Like everyone has That's just right. been and, loving these And can these I
1: say, you know, you know, and not pushing the the serious side of it aside, but. While the games has been on, there's never really been, there hasn't been a huge focus on, you know, on COVID nineteen spreading throughout the village and the Olympic games. Well, here, but you know, I'm talking about the Olympics yeah, no, like, I know. Yeah. of it, of the games being a super spreader event, and it just really hasn't, it hasn't turned out that way. You no. know, yes, there's been positive cases, but you know, those athletes have gone into isolation. It hasn't really affected in a huge way you know some athletes obviously can't com- turn up to compete and you know they get do not starts against their name but from what i'm seeing and i have been like reading some of the the media coverage about it that it hasn't become the super spreader event that they thought that it would be and the games seem to be going ahead you know yeah. and going along fine without that with you know with covid-19 lurking over the top of it but yeah. it seems to be not really have been the focus and and more about the athletic performances in such, you know, the most difficult Olympic games staged in a very, very long time. Yeah.
0: I did. There's just one other thing I wanted to touch on briefly. And we, we chatted about it um, in message form the other night with Andrew. Um, and I did with another um, group chat that I'm involved with that, that's sort of just talking all Olympics at the moment, um, which is the ROC. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I just wanted to put this out there and everyone I've spoken to seems to be in agreement. So I, to me, this is a bit of a farce. The, R, the whole ROC thing, like thankfully they are sitting just behind us on the metal tally. If they were above, I'd be even more, <laughs> <laughs> but, but do you know what I mean? Like it's, I, I understand and can completely appreciate that not every single Russian athlete is doping. I, I, I fully un, am aware of that. I get it. And, and no offense to, to those athletes whatsoever is intended with what I'm about to say. But if a country is doping to the point, and state doping, by the way, like condoned by the government, if it is happening to a point where the IOC bans them, and you can't see, because this is an audio medium, but I am doing, you know, inverted commas the little with my <laughs> fingers for banning them. Like, I mean, come on. Like, the ROC, everyone knows it's Russia. The, 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 yep. the commentators don't even call them the ROC. They're just referred to as Russia. Anytime yep. they're spoken Shh. about, it's Russia wins the bronze, Russia wins the gold, whatever. If you're going to ban a country, fucking ban them. <laughs> and look, Yeah, I, that's and, and right. I know, like I said, I know that may not be fair to the athletes over there that are doing the right thing. But it takes me back to my point. If a country is doping to the point that the IOC bans them from competition, then what's the point of the ban if they're still there being represented? I mean, I get the whole oh they can't be called Russia; they've got to compete under the you know the the what was it the the um Russian Olympic Committee, and it's not the their Russian flag. Olympic it's like, Committee. It's yeah, bullshit. It really think, is yeah, like it, it's you know, and they can't
1: <laughs> they can't have their they can't have their flag. Anywhere, you know, mm. it goes up as as the um, ROC flag, and then I think the anthem,
0: I think they it's can't the have their national. Too.
1: No, it's just it's actually a classical piece. Oh, with, is it? by um, Wagner or Dvorak or something like that? It's just a classical piece of music. It's not even but the see, Olympic that's anthem. The thing. I think.
0: It's just like, okay, they can't have their flag, they can't have their anthem and stuff. The record books still show. <laughs> You know, yeah, like, it's the Russian Olympic community. It doesn't say Russia. It's not Russia the country, but it's still Russia. Mm, <laughs> like, that's if right. you're going to ban a country, ban them. Because at and the I moment, think, it's, they're still there. They're still competing. It's just like...
1: And I think the big thing that will come from it, too, if any of those, you know, medal-winning athletes from ROC mm-hmm. turn out to have doping infringements, there's going to be a lot of... A big, you know, um, media storm over that as oh, well. And like, well, that just proves that they shouldn't have been there in the first like, place. What's what?
0: what they're, they're fourteen gold on the medal tally at the moment. Yes. Yeah. So what are they? Fourteen gold. Do you have the numbers there in front of you? Um,
1: yeah. So they are fourteen gold, twenty-one silver, and eighteen bronze. So that's fifty-three medals. So that they are ranked by medal. They're ranked third by amount of medals. Okay. So
0: that's. Which isn't, by the way, you count a medal tally just quietly, NBC. Um, <laughs> but but that's that, what did you say, fifty three?
1: So they've got a total of fifty three. Yeah. So that's
0: fifty three medals that have been won by a country who were technically banned from Olympic competition. That's fifty three medals that could have gone to other countries who were not under the same um ruling at the moment i just mm. i don't see the point it's like saying someone's grounded but you're going to let them go out anyway i to me it's just counterproductive it's like if you're going to ban them actually ban them don't have them there at all that's
1: yeah well that's, that's right that's the only
0: way they're going to learn <laughs> well you know, the, you
1: know and you know athletics is one of the areas where they have the biggest amounts of problems and you know the iaaf at the 2019 World Championships, completely banned Russia altogether.
0: Yeah. And, look, and like I said, like I, just, I don't mean any disrespect to the Russian athletes that are doing the right thing. And I know there are right. there are those athletes out there. I get it. But the bigger picture is if your country is banned, your country should be banned. Um, you know, either you, you just compete as an individual athlete that has no, no Russia thing in their name at all, or you know what move to another country <laughs> compete <laughs> yeah. for them uh, it, I, you know i i just that's just my opinion I, it it's really giving me the shits because yeah particularly the last couple it's just like you see roc popping up everywhere and it's like guys what is the point of this ban? like it's so soft <laughs> it really is it's, it's just giving me the air but i look i don't want to end on a negative note we will have to start wrapping it up we've just hit around 50 minutes
1: um, yep. No. Yeah. You've got to prepare and get ready and get inside. I in the need zone. to have lunch.
0: Try and keep. <laughs> try and keep it down <laughs> with yep. the nerves. And,
1: ho- and, and hopefully Henry can have a little sleep through those. I oh, don't
0: know if he will because I'm <laughs> probably going to be quite vocal. Um, oh, okay. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I felt bad. I, I on Sunday just to bring it back to a positive note with the with that girls' relay. Um, I felt really bad. I mean, he wasn't sleeping. Um, but we were in the living room and, and Jess had him, like she was sitting on the couch holding him. And you know the layout of our living room. And I was standing mm. behind the couch because I couldn't sit down um, for that race. And I was screaming so much at the television. Um, <laughs> and when they won, I cheered and screamed and was fist bumping and yahooing to the point that it gave him a fright and he started to cry <laughs> like <laughs> quite, quite a lot. So, I felt so bad, but at the same time, I was so elated at the win. So, um, (laughs) I I will apologize to Henry in advance. If you're awake and the boomers win um, in just over two hours' time, um, you're probably going to get a fright again, and you're probably going to (laughs) cry. But you can listen back to this when you're a bit older. Daddy's very sorry in advance. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, look, I, I think that's where we'll start wrapping things up. So, big couple of days ahead for, for Australia, and we're at the pointy end of the games, the games that we didn't know if they were ever going to happen. But it's happen. so far, touch wood, so far it's been fantastic for, for everyone involved, and particularly for Australia, we're having a ripper. It's been been great.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, you know, and then, you know, Australia, the biggest thing that you should acknowledge is, you know, You would say the majority of our athletes have all been at home here they've not had international competition in such a long time you know particularly the rowers and the sailors that have done so well and the swimmers like and i think they've this games they've really punched above the weight of um what they've had to face where all the lots of other countries have had so much international competition going to different meets around the world and Australia yeah. just hasn't because of our quarantine rules, which yeah. is, you know, good for our safety. But yeah, you, you really have to, you know, give them a, a big praise for what they've done so far.
0: Certainly do. So look on that note, that's, we're going to wrap things up. Um, thank you again, Trent, for joining me as always. Um, I'm hoping, I'm hoping after the closing ceremony, um, you know, maybe a week or so later when, when the dust settles and everything, we might get our Master of Ceremonies back. <laughs> Andrew, <laughs> to give a bit of a wrap-up of the closing ceremony and everything. And we'll, we'll you know, an overall thought of the games. We'll have a full medal tally and everything by then we can work on. But look, yep. un- until then... Um, Go Australia. Go everybody except America in the basketball. Um, yeah, Look, go, go the Boomers. And um, to quote their mantra that they've got um, for these games, gold vibes only. We'll talk to you soon.